0: Coming up on podcast 1711, EV sales are up for BMW, VW, Polestar, Mercedes. Stick around, and I'll tell you more details. Also on the show today, we'll talk new BMW 5 Series, the Corvette E-Ray, and why Rafa Nadell is going electric. Well, those stories and many more. So stick around. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're listening around the world. It's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Wednesday, 11th of January. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. Next week, by the way, fifth anniversary of this here podcast. Hello, if you joined us yesterday or joined us on day one. 18th of January, next week, the fifth anniversary of EV News Daily, what started... Even before that, as a Twitter feed, just talking about electric vehicle news on Twitter, and then launching the podcast into the new year in 2018. And so, goodness me, what a journey. But thank you very much to everyone, uh, whether you've been here for one show or 1,711 shows next week anniversary time. Let's start with news about BMW doubling their EV sales. Significant growth in EVs during 2022. Sales of their BEVs more than doubled compared with 2021. Noteworthy were the minis, the hatchback, uh, accounting for 44,000 of their. 290,000 deliveries. BMW Group's EV sales will grow in 2023 because there's more cars coming. BMW iX1, i7, i5. Of course, the new Mini. Two new Minis, isn't it? And so pre-orders of the Rolls-Royce Spectre as well going really well. Now, that's obviously not a volume, clearly not volume. It's their first electric vehicle coming from Rolls-Royce. They say have exceeded their most ambitious expectations. Their sales of electrified vehicles. Okay, so that is a plug. So a plug-in hybrid or full electric it was 373000 for BMW last year. Staying with BMW, and the 7th generation 5 Series is going to bow out after seven years on the market this year. Confirming the all-electric version goes on sale, the i5 on sale this year. Uh, it's going to be marked out from the 5 Series with the blanked-off grille at the front, different wheel designs, and some subtle different styling changes as well. Probably very similar to the i4, you would have to imagine. Not that we know, but you would say rear-wheel drive and four-wheel drive options, the entry-level i5 probably called the E-Drive 40, you would imagine, and the twin motor M50 fire breathing X-Drive model, uh, you would think with something like an 80 or maybe 85 kilowatt hour battery pack. The one in the i4 is 80.7 kilowatt hours if they're using the same one. WLTP range, well you'd hope to get above 300, you really would actually, and you'd be kind of a necessity in that kind of price point and the cars it's up against BMW, according to autocar.co.uk, BMW will offer 12 fully electric vehicles globally. By the time the new 5 Series goes on sale this year, including EV versions of the X1 and the 7 Series. VW next in the news, growing their EV sales by 23.6% over the last year. How many EVs were sold last year, if you're wondering? 330,000. They delivered 4.5 million vehicles last year, so... Do the maths EVs are seven percent of VW's sales. What's doing well? Well, the ID4 is the number one seller with 170,000 of them on the roads by now. VW has plans to introduce 10 EVs by 2026, and I'm most excited about the small city car 25,000 euros or 25,000 pounds. If they can. You know the 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 buzz is great. The big ID7 saloon is great, but it's the little one that I'm kind of excited about because that comes with decent range, decent fun at a price point. Because EVs are too expensive, that's I'll acknowledge that. Um, Especially for people that want a entry level car, etc., etc. Then that's going to be really exciting. Polestar also in the news, delivering 21,000 vehicles in Q4 last year, and they did exceed their sales target over the year, but earlier this year they reduced it. So. You know, goalposts being moved a little bit. But still, well done, Polestar. An increase of 80% year-on-year from 2021 to 2022. Back in May, they were saying they'll do 65,000 deliveries. They lowered it to... 50,000, I think, and they exceeded it. They did 51,500 vehicles last year. So, congratulations. Uh, Big problems, of course, because Polestar, um, the the vehicles made in China, supply chain problems, lockdowns, and things like that. So, really good news there. And Mercedes-Benz, but this is Mercedes-Benz of America, not the global sales, but the end of last year was really good for them, significantly accelerating their EV sales. But the numbers get a bit smaller because it's just a territory, and it's Mercedes-Benz, so a bit more premium, but uh, 5,000. 656 EVs, and the EQ vehicles, EQS, doing really well. Actually, the EQS was nearly all of their sales. It was almost 4,500. And that is about how many S-classes they sell in a quarter, about 4,500. So people are moving over to the EV version of the S-class in about the same numbers. They sold 12,500 of pure electric vehicles in all of last year in the U.S., Okay, let's move on. Tesla is adding the Model Y, all-wheel drive version, with their own 4680 cells. 4680 is referencing the dimensions, the form factor of those cylindrical cells. The mini-baked bean tins, if you like. Now, they've added that to the inventory section of their website. So you can't go online and configure it, but they're making them, and then they're putting them onto their configurator. So how do you find it? Well, there's not too many of them, if you do want the latest greatest you know if you're a tesla fan and you want their own cells then you need to go into the configurator and have a look for 269 miles of range because it is unique in terms of its rated range it's not identical to one of the others you can tell look for 269 miles of range uh, but of course that is less than the long-range Model Y, because that was an all-wheel-drive version using the 2170 cells. But the price difference is only a couple of thousand dollars. And so, yes, if you want the standard, what they call standard range Model Y, so all-wheel-drive but standard range with 4680 cells, you uh, you do get that 269 miles of range. Or for a couple of thousand dollars more, you can get one that does 330 miles of range. So a real premium there, just for the Tesla fans, if they really, really, really want Elon Musk's own batteries. Tesla will spend more than $770 million on upgrading... Texas, or rather expanding their Texas facility, they have registered with the state of Texas to expand their Austin Gigafactory filings this month with the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation reveal that Tesla plans to spend upwards of $770 million on constructing facilities there, including for battery cell testing and manufacturing, cathode and drive unit manufacturing, and a die shop. The Austin Business Journal reported on Tesla's plans and filings, and from what I can tell... This isn't necessarily all new buildings, but this could be things going up inside the existing structure that they have there at Austin. But I think some of it is new as well. But either way, this is great new investment into Tesla. They're not slowing down at uh, at any by any means. Let's talk a little bit about a Corvette. We don't do that on this podcast very often because there's an electric version coming. That'll be the Corvette E-Ray. Now, we've had a teaser of that. We find out more next Tuesday on the 17th of January when it debuts. The latest version of the C8 Corvette will be a hybrid. It's not a pure electric, by the way. Makes its official debut next year. It's got stealth mode, so you would think that that is a a mode where you can just run on electricity which isn't particularly special for any kind of plug-in hybrid or hybrid vehicle because well they can all do it but either way there's a button on this looking at the teaser little button that does suggest changing the amounts of regen and that's cool in a in a hybrid so that you can get the most out of this vehicle and yes if you want to minimize the sound of the V8 petrol engine maybe you will choose to operate that in electric only mode for as long as you possibly can now let's talk gm ford and google all getting together to work on what we call virtual power plants companies like gm Ford, Google, and yesterday we're talking about how they want to establish standards by working together and scaling up the use of virtual power plants to ease the load on electrical grids around the world. Energy Transition Nonprofit, RMI, is going to be hosting the initiative of the Virtual Power Plant Partnership. Now, what this is is just a way of bringing together lots of small bits of storage, and actually not just storage, but also turning off things and turning on things to really help the grid you give as a customer them permission they use algorithms and software to have a look at where electric uh, electricity could be a shortage in certain areas and they'll either turn off your charging they could pull from your car as well do vehicle to grid things like changing the discharge mode or even if you get really clever about this you can do things like connect with water heaters and air conditioning and Lower the amount of electricity use. Of course as, as the consumer that you've got, it's gonna be a kickback right. You need a, either a payment or something that's in it for you. They estimate that virtual power plants could reduce the peak demand in the US by 60 gigawatts by the end of the decade in 2030. The average consumption of 50 million households equivalents. Virtual power plants have been improving the grid around the world from Germany to Australia and in some states in the US. Like last August, there was the big heat wave and the wholesale operator in California avoided blackouts by blackouts by calling on available resources like virtual power plants. to change the way they were using electricity coming up on the podcast soon we'll talk about uh, energy companies getting into installing solar panels and making ev batteries in germany stick around those stories and more are coming up Now we'll talk about tennis ace Rafa Nadal is launching his own electric racing series, this time all-electric speedboat racing. It's called the E1 series, and you won't be surprised that the man behind it is the man behind Formula E and Extreme E. Alejandro, a gag. Rafa Nadal saying, I'm excited to be getting involved with the E1 project. It's a clear mission to preserve marine ecosystems so far two teams have entered more coming each event takes place in a city that represents an environmental focus a bit like extreme e actually and the teams will take part in qualifying formats and then semi-finals and a final race as well the boats themselves have been called the race bird the race bird is a hydrofoil powered by all electric mercury engines Uh, Did about 50 knots, about 58 miles an hour with a 150 kilowatt motor when they finally go racing with this. My electricity provider, Octopus Energy, not only getting into heat pumps. Recently, I must chase that up. They went, they, I must admit, they ghosted me a little bit, but I didn't really follow it up very much. I was like, oh, yes, good price. They sent me the, uh, the the PDF of here are the new radiators you need and here's the price. I was like, oh, lovely. Yes, please, put me on your list. And it's all gone a bit quiet. So I will chase them up. Can't wait to get a heat pump. And now they say that they're getting into solar panel installation, generating your own solar power, it gives you energy independence. You could spend 90% less on electricity and even sell it back to the grid. We take care of everything. Everything they say to slash your carbon footprint. So another example of the people selling you electricity now. Say, well, we'll sell you a heat pump. We'll sell you home storage. We'll sell you solar panels. The whole ecosystem. We're seeing loads of people get into these areas. They call it a turnkey solution, don't they? But I think lots of people, are nerdy like me, I don't mind having a little bit of a Frankenstein's monster system at times. Although actually, my solar edge system is it's all solar edge, but still. Lots of people will just want, right, one phone call, you know, one bill, but 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 an octopus will put that in. I thought it was interesting now. CATL, the world's biggest maker of electric vehicle batteries, has begun production of EV batteries in Germany, a big milestone, they say, as they expand out of China. The local subsidiary, CATT, is uh, making their lithium-ion batteries on the new production line, uh, a 1.8 billion euro facility that they have have built there. They started battery module assembly. Last year? No, 2021, wasn't it? And additional production lines scheduled to come on stage later this year. 14 gigawatt hours of batteries made by 2,000 people by the end of the year at that facility. And finally, if you're a private individual in the Netherlands and you want to buy or lease a new electric car, or actually a used electric car as well, you can apply for a subsidy from the Netherlands Enterprise Agency. starts today and you get €3,000 or €2,950 for brand new cars. 400 euros less than last year the second-hand car subsidy is 2000 euros that was really popular last year and it was all done and dusted by may and they ran out of money in the pot you one of my Dutch listeners, come on, get on with it and uh, and get registered. This year, €32 million Euros are available. For 16,200 cars equivalent, last year they allocated €20 million. Euros. So, again, about a 50% increase there on the amount of money they're putting in to get EVs on the roads. I love, what I really, really love is the used EV part of that as well. New EVs are great, and new EVs are fine, and, and it, you know every new car at the top of the funnel, if you like. I love that because... In two, three, four years' time, it'll become second-hand and then third-hand. And at some point, it gets a lot cheaper. But, man, I just love used cars because there's nothing wrong with with new EVs at all. How many we've had? uh, One new EV over the year. The the second Zoe we had was brand new. But still, holy bazookas, I love uh, the the, the used market. I find really exciting because that's where the majority of people are buying it. It's It's not fleets. It's private individuals like you and I. And when we start to see the prices coming down, not, not good news if you're trying to sell your car, but good news if you're trying to buy one. Question of the week. We'll take a break for a while, but it will return. And maybe even next week on the fifth anniversary of this podcast, we will see. That might be nice, actually. Right. Thank you very much to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of the Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of cincinnati east national car charging on the u.s mainland and aloha charge in hawaii derek riley and his brilliant ev review island youtube channel richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling evs in the uk octopus electric universe global public charging made simple with one app and one map MilbrookCottages.co.uk, cottages.co.uk five-star luxury cottages in devon and lease plan electric moments providing all the tools and guidance that ev drivers need have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.